0: You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 24, with Coach Brian King.
1: Hey, everybody, this is Ian Floyd from the Love and Sensibility Podcast, and you're tuned in to my girl, Iona Garrett, on the Success Stalkers Radio Show.
0: Welcome to Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They're making money and changing the world. Join me Monday through Friday as I interview today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive right in.
2: Okay, Success Stalkers, let's get started. I am your host, Iona Garrett, and this is another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I am excited and simply thrilled today to introduce my guest, Coach Brian King. Coach Brian, are you ready to stalk success today? Absolutely. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, 33-year-old New Orleans native Coach Brian King was raised in Slidell, Louisiana. He is known as the Hope Ambassador, a coach's coach. With an energetic personality, he's able to make complete strangers feel warm and encouraged. He is a certified life coach, professional speaker, and corporate trainer. Coach Brian has been an entrepreneur since the age of 14. He has a passion for helping individuals see past their limitations and helping them unlock their true potential. He mentors clients from multimillionaire business owners to single parents living in harsh conditions. He believes that self dignity is not restricted to your income level, but instead your self value, which is the core of every human being. Coach Brian learned at an early age that true leadership first starts with being able to lead yourself. So, Coach Brian, I've given our listeners just a little overview. So take a minute. I want you to tell us about you personally because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business.
1: Of course. And I first want to say thank you for having me on the show. Um, I'm just in amazement of the strides that you're making for this station, Success Talkers. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to even, even have a platform uh, to be able to share this with potential listeners around the world. So I first want to tell you thank you because you're doing a phenomenal job.
2: Thank you so much, Coach Brian. I appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Um, just a little bit about myself, I'm, I'm from the state of Louisiana, uh, the state where we all know each other's first and last name, uh, grew up in a small town next to a big city, and I learned at a very young age, being raised by my single parent mother, that hard work gets paid off. Uh, I saw this woman struggle at a young age, and I had a respect for what men, and through our struggles, it, it built a sense of character, which uh, led me to entrepreneurship, and uh, I've seen my mother have very little, but she was always quick to offer a helping hand to other people. And that's definitely a gene that's been passed down to me, and I have to attribute it, my coaching and my entrepreneurship to my mother because she's the one that actually showed me that it's not about what you have, but it's about what you can give to the next human being. Uh, from that, uh, from the young ages and going up to my 30s now, I've always had a passion for seeing others do well, and that's what led me into my coaching career. Uh, I found that entrepreneurship at its core was being able to uh, give the next person a chance to uh, be able to see what your value is worth by going out there and building the dollar for yourself. So I, I hope that answers your question, Ms. Gary.
2: Oh, that certainly certainly does. And And a little bit more about you personally. Tell us about your family.
1: Absolutely. I'm married. I have uh, two children. I have Brian Jr. and Kennedy. They're uh, 12 and 10 years old. i um, been married for about 10 years. I uh, actually came to Dallas, Texas after Hurricane Katrina. Uh, we lost everything, house, a car, uh, wedding pictures, and only thing that we had was a family. And what was beautiful about that situation, even though it sounds very harsh, is uh, I feel that in life, when you go through extreme situations, it starts to reveal the character that you have inside of you. Um, so I'm very grateful for what happened with Katrina, and, and it's actually been a blessing us coming over to Dallas, Texas.
2: Wow, well, absolutely. Well, you know, it certainly does reveal your character in those times of adversity. So I can certainly attest to that, So. Well, Coach Absolutely. Brian, we're going to dive way deep into your journey in just a little bit. But before we do, we always start Success Talkers Radio off with a success quote to really get the motivational ball rolling. So,
1: success quote that I live by, it's very one uh, that I heard my pastor say uh, proper preparation precedes destiny. I'll say it one more time proper preparation precedes destiny. I live by this quote because I believe that we live in a microwave generation that wants instant gratification, and nobody is willing to go through the process. And I find that of all the great players, the Michael Jordans, the LeBrons, the people that make it big in business, we tend to see the fruit of their labor, but we never see the root of it. So what I've had to do, and I encourage other people as I coach them, is that before we can be great, we first have to pull the trigger and start. And once we're able to pull that trigger and start and we're able to be consistent and we develop a tenacity and a hunger for success, whatever that might be for you, that's where it starts with. So that's the quote that I applied to my life. That's
2: an incredible incredible quote. I, I love that one. So glad you repeated it twice so we can make sure we get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Coach Brian, we want to hear more about you and what we want to do right here because we're, we're all about the story here at Success Talkers Radio. We're all about our guest's journey. And, and I know that you've had quite an amazing journey, as I can hear from, you know, already. But before we go further, what I want to do is first focus on a failure or a challenge, a time in your life you know, where maybe you even possibly fell flat on your face or flat on your back, you know, and I want you to take us there with you because we want to feel like we were right there, you know, when you had this experience and then share a lesson with us that you learned from that particular failure or challenge.
1: It's a great question. Great question. Let me go back a little bit on the almanac. Uh,
2: Let's
1: see. Let's see. Failure 2006. I'm working for AT&T at the time as an outside sales rep. Okay. I end up getting cut from my job. And at that time, I had two young babies, a brand-new house. Uh, my wife is relatively new out here. I think she might have was about to start working. And at the time, I come to a crossroads where I don't know what to do. I'm putting resumes out there. I'm, I'm speaking. I'm I'm networking. And it just kind of got to the point to say, okay, well, God, you've led me to come over here, and we're not around any friends or family because we're relatively new in the state at that time. What is it that you're trying to teach us right now? Now, I don't know if some of the listeners are people of faith. I'm of the Christian faith, and if you do not understand. But there's a story in the Bible about a guy named Abraham. And what's significant about Abraham in this particular story is that he was living with his family, and they called it Kindred at the time, and then he gets sent to this brand-new area where he knows nothing, but that was the very area that he had to be at to be blessed. And I started to lean onto that story, and I'm going to tell you what's real fun with I is that I actually went to a barbershop out of all places, and that's what I had here in ball so don't laugh at me. Um, but I went to this barbershop, and they were selling shoes in a barbershop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And a guy asks me if he says, hey, man, do you want to buy these shoes? And I said, well, man, that's a good price, but I'm okay. Well, I kind of got a little bit uh I was a little nose. I wanted to find out how was he able to get the shoes for these prices. Lo and behold, I find a wholesale website. And I actually started an import business from something that I saw at a barbershop. And I started importing different tennis shoes in, Michael Jordan shoes, different shoes that were hot at the time. And I went from zero to $3,000 a week selling shoes outside of my car. My failure in one aspect led me to greatness in a different aspect. But I get that because I remember I felt low and I always had my mom, which is I I attribute a lot to her because she, she was encouraging for the moment. Despite all my toughest times in life, I've never lost my faith mm-hmm. because I always believed that this was not the end result. I always believed that I didn't get just this over in order for me to drop, that if times got hard, it was really trying to produce something within me that I had to let go of. Okay. So when I was able to, to free myself of that, through that failure, I was able to grow. So I, I hope that answers the question. Oh,
2: yeah, that definitely answers the question. So... You know, you know, having faith in, of course, I know we're not here to preach to anyone, but, you know, it's, it's really important, obviously, to yourself and to so many people because it's truly what helped even myself, you know, get through some hardships. So, you know, I can certainly relate to that. Absolutely. Well, Coach Brian, let's go forward because I want to transition to the other end of the spectrum, which is what we call here the aha moment or that light bulb moment because I know you've had, you know, some... Some lessons that you've learned, as you just explained, from from failures, but you've also had some great, you know, moments where you've had those aha moments that have helped you to become successful. So if you can, share, you know, one story with us. And remember, this is, you know, a story we want to be there right with you when you had that aha moment. Take us there with you and then show us how you turned it into success for yourself.
1: Absolutely. Uh two thousand two I worked for a appliance company in New Orleans. And at the time uh Mitsubishi had released the H D television and they said that in the future, two thousand six, two thousand seven, that they were gonna have this television called High Definition, and it was gonna be the wave of the future. So during this time we had this brand new sixty-five inch, the box had at least be about six feet long, five feet high. And, I mean, you know, it's the big-body TV, so I'm kind of aging myself. Don't don't, don't (laughs) judge me now. Don't judge me. So they take this thing out of the box, and and I'm not going to lie to you, the price tag was Mm $7,500. So we had a representative from Mitsubishi came, and this person explained all the features, all the benefits, and one of the things that really got me the most was he said, whenever you sell this TV, I do not want you to sell it from your own pocket. So I kind of tilted my head, kind of like those dogs do when you speak to them. And they go, <laughs> So I did that. I didn't make the dog noise. I didn't make the dog noise. But I kind of turned my head sideways. And I said, well, what do you mean? He says, well, a lot of times, because we might not have that money at disposal, we don't want to show that to someone else. And because we're operating in a deficit, we don't know that somebody else might be in abundance. He said, so whenever you get a chance, I just want you to show this TV if somebody says they want to see the best TV. So, make a long story short, I actually get a customer that walks in and says, Young man, I want you to show me the best TV in here, point blank. <laughs> I looked dead stern in his eyes, and I stared a little bit. And I said, Sir, follow me. And I'm walking, in, it's kind of like I'm walking to the principal's office. So my heart's beating <laughs> a little bit. I'm trying to get my breath. <sighs> But I couldn't look nervous because I didn't want to mess up this set. Right. I remember the guy's name, his name was Mr. Moore and Miss Moore. And I show him the TV and he kind of looks at it and he turns his head like I did with the dog look. And he <laughs> says, I want it. Now, Miss Garrett, when he said that he wanted that TV, I was more happy than he was. Because I was gonna make a five hundred dollar commission. He said, Under one condition, though, sir. I said, Sir, what's that? He says you have to install the TV for me. Wow. Now, i I didn't know how to install TVs, but that was a $500 commission. Yeah. And I know <laughs> how to read, and I was going to install it. I am not care. I was going to I had to make it happen. Long story short, I'm almost finished. I get to his house, and as I'm working on the team, says, young man, I want to show you something. So he goes in his office, and he comes back out with his PowerPoint, and it was, I'm sorry, it was an Excel sheet, and it had a bunch of names and addresses, I'm sorry, house addresses, and then there was a number on the right-hand side of it. Okay. It was about two sheetfuls, and at the end of the sheet, it was a circle and the circle said $30,000. He said, son, what do you think that you're looking at? And I said, well, it looks like uh, this is the prices of some home. He says, no, that's how much me and my wife bring in each month. Wow. I said, oh, nobody made $30,000 a month. He says, you're looking at it. He says, I'm just sharing this with you because I believe that you can do it as well. He says, by trade, I'm an engineer. My wife works at one of the prestigious colleges. We do that for fun, but our livelihood is through real estate. And he says, I want to introduce you to something called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, real estate investing. Mm-hmm. So that was an aha moment for me because he freed my mind that it was possible. Because I didn't know anybody that did that. Everybody I knew was poor. Everybody that I knew did what everybody else did. And every in essence, were acting like sheep. But this guy was willing to be the shepherd and say, hey, let me lead you out of the pack and let me show you towards a different direction. But that was, that was my aha moment.
2: That's a great aha moment. So, yeah, I mean, he helped to change your <laughs> mindset, you know, from just that, what, nine to five or just that, you know, hourly wage thinking to, so just wow, that's incredible because yeah, not everybody yes. makes thirty thousand dollars a month. Yeah, I would have to yes. say that's a pretty it's big a for moment. Two years. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it was
1: a huge, It was like ah.
2: Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's let's shift our focus for just a minute, Coach Brian, because we want to shine a spotlight on you for just a minute, okay? I want you to share with us yes. one of your your proudest entrepreneurial moments.
1: You're gonna laugh at me for this one. <laughs> this is one of my problems. In Slodilla, I, I lived about three blocks from this affluent neighborhood. Now, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want it to be on the spotlight. Mm-hmm. But I do know that when you went into the neighborhood, there was a big old condo to the left. And at that time, if you had a two-story house, I didn't know people lived like that. This was a nice neighborhood. So, make a long story short, I used to have a friend named Cedric. And we had this bicycle. Now, Cedric was a little heavy set. Okay. Myself, I was a little small at the time. I think I that's when I had abs. It was quite the other day. It was a long time ago. I have a two-pack now. Um, but I had a bucket, and we had a portable vacuum. And we decided one day that we were going to start washing cars. So I remember pulling up to this prestigious neighborhood and then having the guts to knock on the door. And it was my sales pitch. You know, Hello? Sir, ma'am, we're washing cars in the neighborhood. Would you mind if we wash your car for $5 for the outside and 5 for the inside? By the way, can we use your water? <laughs> that, I I know you weren't ready for that one. That was about a 30-second pitch. Love it. Would you believe they said yes? Mm. So so we're happy because we're able to turn the radio on in a You know how the radio sounds in a lecture? Yes. <laughs> Look. The, the same in a yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that day we made a hundred and forty dollars kids twelve and thirteen years old Mm-mm-mm. and I had it in my mind at that age. I never forget I am a business owner
2: that's powerful
1: and it a sense of pride and self worth to know that I could make a hundred and forty dollars on my own terms
2: that's powerful. That is awesome. That's yes, real. Yeah, so that's when you had your first taste of entrepreneurship, huh? When you were a teenager. Yes. That's awesome. I can relate. So did I when I was 14. So, yeah, I can relate to that. There you go. Yes, indeed. I Reminds, love it. I, I love it. I love it. So, you, you were destined to be an entrepreneur.
1: Oh, at the core. So, I could buy all the Stoppers and the Nintendo games, some of the old things. Oh, yeah. Kung Fu Box. I oh, yeah. all
2: about that. <laughs> we're dating ourselves yes. now. <laughs> well coach brian we both know that you know being an entrepreneur as we're talking about can sometimes be a roller coaster of emotions you know sometimes you can be up today and within the next 24 to 48 hours you're frustrated ready to quit you know so for, for our listeners out there i want you to tell us how do you keep your focus you know if you get to feeling frustrated about you know something that's going on in your business you know how do you keep that end result in mind each day
1: I like how you worded that, and I'm going to simplify it for myself. I know my why. When I know my why of why I do what I do, small problems and obstacles don't help me. I heard somebody, great, great bishop, say this. If you live in Texas, Texas in the summertime gets hot. I'm talking about 105, 110. Uh, Sometimes they have humidity, but it gets steaming hot almost to the point it's depressing. Nobody goes outside and plays that high. Would you believe, though, that no matter how hot it is, that eventually the seasons will change, sh- and very soon it will be winter.
0: Right.
1: Very soon it will be fall. Very soon it will be spring. So likewise, as an entrepreneur, I don't get caught up in moments because I understand that the moments are very short. They're only seasons.
0: Mm, good.
1: Seasons are destined to change. Seasons are predictable. Seasons help us uh, be able to give us a trajectory of where we're going. When I look at my why reason, my why reminds me of why I'm doing this. But all with my why reason, I ask myself, if not this, then what? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not knocking anybody that does a nine to five, but I just know for myself, I'm not called to do that. So if I can't put my game face on and go 120% every day, then I know at very best I'm going to be building somebody else's dream. If I don't work hard for myself, somebody will hire me to help build theirs. That's the motivation that keeps me when it's not going up and to the right and it's going to go in flat line for a small amount of time.
2: You know, that's very important. I'm so happy that you touched on that, you know, because there are so many people out there that are, you know, entrepreneurs, one entrepreneurs preneurs and solopreneurs that, you know. Yes the The first time they they experience you know an adversity, you know they're ready to to give up and ready to quit and you know it, it's not easy being an entrepreneur but you know it's it's so worth the the rewards are so great you know yes. that's that's how I myself you know keep focused is I keep that end result in mind of where I want to be in the at the end of at the end of my journey you know where I have arrived. But I'm so happy that you touched on, you know, you, the seasons. I like that analogy because, you know, seasons come and seasons go. And if you look at it that way, you know, when those adversities come up or when those frustrations come up, if you already know going in that it's going to be there, that it's going to come, you're prepared. So when it comes, you already know how to, to react. So That's good. Yeah, That's real good. Well, what we want to do right here, Coach Brian, is we've reached what we call the success round here at Success Talker Radio. And it's really one of my favorite parts of the interview Uh because, yeah, we're going to box a little bit. How about that? Uh oh.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm going to get my gear on. You got your boxing gloves, right?
2: Yeah. Let me put my mirror set I can't have a bus to lift. I'm a little too old. Okay. I promise I won't hit you too hard. Well,. Well, what we do here, I like this because, you know, the questions we ask are so important and critical, you know, to entrepreneurs because, you know, there's so many people, you know, out there struggling, you know, like we just kind of talked about and touched up on, you know, about being an entrepreneur. So what I want to do right here is I'm going to throw some questions at you and I want you to throw some knockout answers back at me. Fair enough? Absolutely. All right. Yes, so Let's do it. Let's do it. First question. All right. What was it that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you started?
1: Oh, very easy one. There's this guy I meet every morning in the mirror. And if I don't check him, he actually speaks a lot of self-doubt. He he talks about the what-ifs. He sees the very worst. Uh, He's very pessimistic. What what I'm simply saying is a lot of times our self-talk internally is what prevents us from going forward. So I had to remove the idea that I wasn't capable and I had to start speaking positive affirmations daily to speak to where I was going and not where I was currently at. That's good. That's good. Once I was able to convince myself of this, the man in the mirror's voice got very quiet, and my internal mindset got louder. And I started to attract the very people that I started to speak within myself.
2: Cha-ching! That's I felt good. Out. I love I it. I love. Out. I felt that too. I That's awesome. Out. It's true because you know what I tell people, you know, be careful what you be careful how you speak to yourself because you're listening. Yes. You will believe you more than than anyone. Yes. So yeah. So true. So. So true. what is what is the best business advice that you've ever received?
1: Best business advice is, and this is a proverb: before making a hasty decision, seek wise counsel. Oh, that's
2: good. You, you don't want to be again. the smartest
1: person. <laughs> well, let me let me start over now. I'll, I'll reiterate it for you. Before making a hasty decision, seek wise counsel. Case in point, I love my mother to death, but I'm not going to ask mom about a financial decision if mom is not in a financial place where I desire to be. If I hurt my right foot, I'm not going to a lawyer, I'm going to a podiatrist. Mm-hmm. So anytime you're in business or you have this grand idea, although we love our family members, and a lot of times our family members, they really want to protect us, we can't let that be the end all be all. We can't let Uncle Junebug say, you know what, well, I know somebody that tried one of those things and it didn't work for him. What does that mean? We have to seek people that are in the positions that we desire to be in, and the wise is ask them the proper questions. hmm now that's when you take off the the uh, the teaching hat and you put on the student hat. There's a saying that says that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Funny thing is, the teacher's already been there. You just have to be ready to receive it. I hope that answered the question on that one.
2: Oh, that definitely answers the question. Absolutely. Well, can you share one of your your daily habits, a personal habit that you believe attributes to your success, Coach Bryant?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Just like we need to have a nutritional diet, I believe you need to have a positive diet. Uh, I do a lot of driving in my profession, and I started attending something called Car University. Now, Car University is very prestigious. I actually went to the (laughs) school of Toyota Camry to go ahead and earn my degree. Um, While I'm at the gas pump, and as I'm driving on the highways and the tollways of Dallas, I press play. I listen to great thinkers, great philosophers. I listen to great ministers. And I start to surround my mind and myself and different ideas with people that have what I want. Therefore, I'm not malnourished with the information that's going on in my mind. So as I get full mentally and emotionally, watch this, I'm able to dump that out on somebody else and then I go for my feeding tomorrow. So the minimum I would say is, 30 minutes to an hour a day of you either writing or reading a book, listening to something positive, being around people that stretch your way of thinking. As a man think of, so is he.
2: That's right. You know, that's one of the reasons why, you know, we created Success Talkers Radio, Coach Brian, because, you know, with this podcast, you know, anyone can pull up their phone, you know, or go on their computer, iPad, whatever, and go to iTunes and just pull us right up, you know, and listen to a 30-minute podcast on you know about someone just just giving so much positive energy and motivation you know to them so you know i love what we're doing here and Absolutely. you know the best is Absolutely. yet to come because you know we're all about inspiring people here and and i love what you say about that because it's critical to your success you know wh- no matter what you're doing whether it's in business even people who are who don't have a business you know i tell people even if you're if you are working a nine to five yes. you still have to have a you have to have a a a minds a positive mindset just to be able to go to your job. Absolutely. So so you need as much you need more inspiration than probably any of us. Right. That's why I
1: feel like you're doing pioneer activity right now. You're you're changing the paradigm of life. You're creating a legacy of excellence. That's powerful. Powerful.
2: And it's all it's all God designed, I assure you. It is Absolutely. all God designed. Yeah. Well my next question, Coach Brian, is do you have an internet resource or a business tool that you can share with our listeners?
1: Believe it or not, everybody goes on this, uh, YouTube. You can go into YouTube and type in anything. I learned how to tie a bow tie on YouTube, and I kept on pressing play and rewind about 15 different times, but I tie a pretty good bow tie right now.
2: I love it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I mean, it's like a double win. I can put my finger in the middle, and you know, I mean, it's nice. It's real nice. But 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 let, but let me get serious, though. I can type in guys like Jim mm-hmm. Rohn. I can type in guys uh, like Les Brown, uh, different pastors, different great thinkers, and believe it or not, do you know it's all free? So, so I, I actually have no excuse why I can't learn. Well, I got kids around here. You have a smartphone, so. There's just so many tools, but I want to say YouTube because we're in a generation. We, we're, we learn by sight, and I'm one of those guys. I'm very visual. I tend to learn better. I can't speak to everybody, but I like to physically see it and to hear it, and as I get that into my consciousness, I'm able to regurgitate that in different ways. So to me, using YouTube, uh, more so the presence of personal development, and you'll pull out a gamut of different videos. Uh, you can even catch me on there at Coach Brian King. And I put videos up there as well, so I, I hope that answers that question. Yes, ma'am.
2: And I'm saying I'm seeing your videos; they're awesome. Cool. So yeah, we're gonna talk about that a little bit more too before we end. Okay, definitely. So, what book would you recommend to our listeners? Two books.
1: Uh, first one is gonna be Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I would want you to read that book because it's the simple design is this. It's designed to help give you a mindset shift, a paradigm shift. When I read that book, it just uh, unlocked the whys in me. It unlocked some potential. Now, I'm not going to stop there, but I I believe that's the homeroom class you go to before you can start getting into your classes. Make sense? Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree with that. My second
1: book is by a guy named Andy Stanley, and he wrote a book called Visioneering. So it's kind of like engineering, but you take out the E and you put Visioneering. And the preface of this book is how do you have a vision, own it, protect it, and then start to walk into it?
2: Andy Stanley.
1: Andy Stanley. Good. Yes, ma'am.
2: Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Well, was that the last book?
1: That was the last book. That was my top okay. two. If I do anything else, I okay. out over to the radio.
2: It's just too much <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, my last question, Coach Brian, is this. You know, I want you to just imagine for just a moment that you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world identical to earth, but you knew no one, you still have all the same experience and knowledge that you currently have today. Your food is taken care of. Your shelter is even taken care of. You have a car and let's say, let's just say you have a laptop and $500. That's all you have. So what what would you do in the next seven days?
1: I like that question. Here's exactly what I would do. I found from my experience of of the guys that I coach that are multi-millionaire's, They said, in order for you to make wealth and a great amount of money, you have to be one of the best problem solvers. I would spend time on that laptop and at $500 finding out what the problem was with the area, where I lived at, the demographic that I would go towards. Who would I need to meet with? Who would I need to network with? And my sole purpose would be this, to be able to solve a problem. Because if I can act as a liaison, meaning the person in between that can solve the problem of what that person has and give them goods or services, that would be key to me becoming wealthy. That's what I would do. That
2: is a great answer. Whenever I ask that question, I think it's just a powerful question because, you know, it really shows entrepreneurs that this is what you have to do when you're starting a business. You know, and and the reason why I ask this question, Coach Brian, is although you already have your business... It's just a scenario because if you had to completely start all over again, I like for our guests to to tell entrepreneurs what you would Good. do because that sh- that shows them what they should be doing. Absolutely, <laughs> right now, absolutely. You know, when they're building their business, building relationships, getting out there networking, because that is the only way that you can build your business truly. You know, is you need people. You are in the people business. Yes, it is. Well, Coach Brian, I tell you, we have just really enjoyed, you know, listening to your journey today. And and you know, before we end today, if you can do one favor What's for that? me, if you can give our success stalkers one parting piece of advice and guidance, and then share the best way they can find you, and then we will say goodbye. <sighs>
1: That's a great question. You got all kind of good questions, there. I got I got to bring you. <laughs> what you're talking about. I like your question. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Have faith. And what I mean by having faith is start to have faith within yourself. You know, a, a lot of us have instincts to every and towards. Case in point, uh, if you put me on a drum set, at best I can do about one or two beats. <laughs> but you can put a child on there, and this small child can almost take the drumsticks and start to play those drums as if he was born with the drumsticks. There's some people that have a natural voice and a talent for singing, and, and they just can hold the note. And it's, if you let me sing, you might walk out. Well, you will walk out. <laughs> but, but, but the point I'm trying to make is is that I feel that God has given us God-given abilities. He's equipped us. He's literally gave us a seed. It would be a like analogy of me biting an apple. And if I get to the core of it, there's a seed. And if you, if you believe this now, I can take that small seed Put it in the ground, let the elements do their job, and eventually an apple tree will come from that small seed. I believe it's our job for us to start developing the gifts that we have, so much so that we start to mirror excellence. So to answer your question, have faith in the gifts that he's given you, but have enough faith to take action. There's no such thing as a perfect situation. You're never just going to have the right amount of number with the right amount of time and the right such and such. Some of these things require you taking action. And if you happen to fail, I hope you fall on your back because it's not an end-all, be-all. It's only a result. And you just found out one other way of how not to do the thing that you want. So let me give my information over here because I start getting carried away. You start. You me a good question. <laughs> so, yeah. So what's yeah? So what's the best way they can
2: find? Absolutely,
1: you? <laughs> absolutely. I, I have my website is www.coachbryan.com. Now don't spell my name with a Y because that's the imposter way. It's B R I A N. So Coach Brian King. You can catch me on Twitter at hashtag. Excuse me. Uh, what is that? The ampersand sign. Coach Brian King, and I'm on a uh, Instagram like that as well also uh we're doing some credit restoration classes as well if you have any credit challenges be sure to give us a call and we actually have ways that we can help get your credit where it needs to be as well because we found that that's a service no matter who you are whatever you have going on you're going to need to have good scores like that so you can have the proper zip code be able to get financing of things in the future
2: Absolutely, that's that's critical. Just yes, key, so we want to make sure we'll make sure we put that on your show notes page. Okay, that information so they can also follow you and and be able to contact you for more questions. Absolutely, about that, definitely, definitely. Well, I know that our listeners have gotten some great takeaways, Coach Brian, and some great tips from you today and nuggets. And, you know, they can also, like I said, they can find the links to everything that we've been chatting about today at com slash Coach Brian King. Okay. So it will all be there in the show notes page for you and uh, and for our listeners. So, Brian, we just really appreciate you today and for being so generous with your time and we say thank you. So thank you so much. No, thank
1: you for having me. The, 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 the pleasure is I'm grateful. Thank you.
2: You're so welcome. You're so welcome. And for everyone out there listening, thank you for tuning in today. And until our next episode, keep stalking success. Well,
0: that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you.